Welcome to Wrestling the Revenue Podcast, where we educate, enlighten, and encourage how we improve our quality of sleep to grow our business and improve your health and wellness. I am Donetta D. Mooring, certified sleep science coach, certified holistic life coach, author, national editor of the Black National Unity News, and a speaker. I am pleased to have my special guest, Alonda Brooks is a certified business and imaging coach and consultant. She is known as the Becoming Coach. She is the founder and the CEO of I Must Become Enterprises, LLC, which houses her I Am Becoming podcast. Thank you so much for your time and expertise. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Super Yes. Yes, well, I am too. Of course, I had to tell we are we are co-hosts. Um, I guess okay, members. I guess is the best way that we yeah, both we're we, the same we, we both family. yes yes yeah. yes. So I love that. Okay, so I will get right to the questions. My first one is, what does I am becoming or I must become mean? So um, I am becoming was this something that um, as I began to grow stronger in Christ, I just felt like it was an affirmation to say to myself to give myself grace Um, after years of like working on myself and uh, recovering from a divorce and, you know, going into single parenthood, being an entrepreneur. I just I just thought that it, it was something that it was a mantra that I would say to myself, like, you know what? you're always so hard on yourself, but you're still becoming like you're yet to become. And I literally, it it turned into a movement. Um, Basically just telling anybody that um, you literally can become from anywhere. Your story does not have to determine your altitude. Um, It just is a catalyst to project you to where you're trying to go. It's just a step in your process. And so I must become is my coaching service um that is saying like now that you've committed and you know that you're becoming um it's saying that you must become saying that you cannot give up because you are intricate piece of leaping into your becoming so that somebody else can know that it's possible so that they'll take the leap too so they're becoming so um i must become is saying like listen i am my brother and I am my sister. And so therefore I have to do my part every day to make sure that I become the best me so that I can help and reach back for somebody else that's that's on the I am becoming journey. Oh my goodness. I just love that. The first thing that came to mind was manifesting. It kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of you already putting out there what who you are. You know, it's like and you stepping into your greatness. And, and and you're right, we all hard on ourselves. You know, we look at what we haven't done. And that's ironic because just today, someone, um, a friend of mine had put out things she accomplished in 2021. And even though she didn't really think she really did a lot, but it, and, but when she did that, that made me challenge my, myself. And, and it was hard because I'm such a doer. And and I just do things. I just do things. I don't really look at my accomplishments. I mean, I know I have, but to actually yeah. put it on paper, and I actually shared it. I actually shared it with my email list, and I put it in my Facebook group. And so I was like, well, and I actually got responses back. 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, so it, 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 it's like I'm putting it out there. And I love the idea that I am becoming. And that's how I live my life and don't even realize it. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I'm a firm believer of taking pictures so that you can track your progress um, and, and celebrate the small things um, because the small things add up to the big things. Yes. And I'm glad you said that because I'm going to start that in 2022, to actually take the pictures, start taking pictures. All right. Now, the next question is, what is it about becoming an entrepreneur that excites you? So um, what is exciting to me is I am actually a third generation entrepreneur. Um, both of uh, both sets of my great grandparents were entrepreneurs um, and my grandparents were entrepreneurs. So I just always saw a strong sense of independence. I feel like it definitely was in my DNA um, and becoming an entrepreneur um, at, at 15 years old. I came to my mom and I told her that I wanted to drop out of high school. Um, and I wanted to go to hair school full time because I just felt like God was calling me to something different. Um, I did actually complete high school. I did. I just took an alternative route. I just felt like ever since I was born, like God was calling me to just do something different and out of the box completely. Um, so I did. I was the youngest person to ever go into hair school and the youngest person to graduate in the state of Ohio. Um and get a license as a cosmetologist. So um, I'll be 38 in a couple months. And so I'm 21 years in the game. And um, as a as a result of taking that leap, I was able to get Ohio legislation um, changed so that younger people could enter into vocational, um, into the cosmetology field. So um, um, I'm honored to be a trailblazer in that in, in that way. Oh my goodness, that is so amazing. And I'm glad you just used that word trailblazer because now it's about age. Because a lot of times you think, you know, because someone has, you know, they had a certain, they, they had a certain age and they've been doing it um, for 30 years. But you can start young and still be a trailblazer. So I'm glad you, you, you said that. And, and um, I, I can definitely agree because, you know, being an entrepreneur is like in my DNA and it, it runs in my family too. And, you know, we like to share. I've been an entrepreneur for 41 years, which is a long time, but I'm so mm-hmm. passionate about it. I just love it. And it's just like, what else would I do in my life if I didn't have a business? And it's just like, you know, to me, he'll be bored. And so I, I do understand. So it just excites me. And even though I'm an introvert and, and you know, I could be quiet and I need that time, the entrepreneur just, just get my, my blood flowing and just yeah. I, I just get excited. I just love it, love it. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely can relate. Yeah, for sure. I definitely love to help people. Um, and I would say that I got excited about it at a young age. Um, my um, grandfather has his own, had his own trucking company. And so I could just remember seeing him like pay invoices and stuff like that. And it was just something so exciting about it to me. It was just something so liberating and freeing um, just to see that he had financial independence to take care of his family. Um, and he was able to be present as a grandparent. Um, for us as well, um, but also still have its own business. So I was that was that was really what sparked the flame for me when I was younger. That is great that you actually seen the opportunity of freedom young as support, and not saying 
that people, you know, yes, you might have to work, but you already seen the value and the benefit of it right in the beginning, but also, you know, it being passed, passed down, and then you see the big picture because sometimes people can have, um, they could be in a, in a entrepreneurial family, but they just don't get it. But that's okay. It's not for everybody. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Now, the next question is, why is it so important to be unapologetic and unconventional? Oh, yes, my two favorite <laughs> words. <laughs> oh. I know it is. So I think it's important to be unapologetic because we, um, I feel like as a society, we're so hard on everybody. We're, we're always quick to pass judgment. But um, my, my former pastor used to say, you, you really need to take the time to get to know someone's story. Um, and it, I believe that it really explains a lot of people's character and how they move and navigate this world. So I feel like in order to not be in someone else's box and not to paralyze you to do and to reach your altitude and your purpose and what God is calling you to do, you have to be unapologetic about it. Every everybody's journey is not going to look um the same and then to be unconventional um just like me you know when i started my journey i, I came to my mom and was like listen i, I really can um sign myself out of school but i don't want to do that behind your back or without your blessing but i came up with a way that i was i enrolled in a homeschool co-op and um I found a home, um, a hair school that I could test into, and I paid my own way through the school. And I told my mom, I said, Mom, if you could just give up 45 minutes of your lunch break, because my mom is a, a nurse, and I was like, if you could teach this biology class, I'll purchase the book, and I'll be able to waive my fee to go to the co-op, or it'll be lowered, and then I can do home, I can do hair school simultaneously. And as a result of that, I was able to catapult to college early. So I feel like if you're not unconventional you will miss your momentum and your opportunity to be a trailblazer to show somebody else that it is possible to do what it is that they want to do i feel like um, i'm the peculiar people um ambassador so i feel like you know I'm, everything about me has been unconventional my whole entire life story from birth until i think the till i take my last breath so i stand on that and i feel like everybody should be free to be unconventional because if we play by all the rules that society tells us to do then sometimes we'll never be anything that is so true oh my goodness just so many things just resonated with me unapologetic you know the first thing came to mind was the word no Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I guess I guess because for me, at one point in time, I couldn't even say the word no, uh, because you know I always was trying to look after with someone else and always pleasing with someone else, and then not not me. And 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 you know, but then when I got to a point in my life where I put myself first, unconditional love for me first. And now it's not a problem for me to say no with respect, with love, with grace. And so mm-hmm. I'm unapologetic now as far as what, what's important to me. And then the unconventional, what comes to mind is, I mean, I know I'm not the only one, but I, you know, I always share my story as far as stuttering. I stuttered so severely up until like my mid-30s. I didn't talk at all. Mm. I, I was afraid to talk because I stuttered and I was just quiet. And so in, you know, in school, even as even in business. And then for me to be a podcast host and to speak 
And it's just like, you got to be kidding. So, yeah. you know, it's just like I take my fear and I challenge it. And because I didn't think I had anything to say because I didn't talk, I didn't speak, I didn't say nothing. I was just mm-hmm. petrified all the time. And so now it's just like a lot of things just come out of me just naturally. And I'm just so surprised, like, where did it come from? Um, because mm-hmm. it's deep down inside. And so, I, you know, it's a little bit different, but I'm sharing it to let people know that whatever you're going through, whatever challenge that you have, you can overcome it. It just push forward. And Absolutely. it can it, it, it can happen. So yes, oh I my goodness, this say, is great. As old as I grew up, I would say too, it took me a long time to say no. But what I wasn't afraid to do was say no with my actions. I think like sometimes oh, okay. the yes. word you know, is hard to exercise, but you may you can you can unconventionally say no in your actions. I refuse to feel like um, I was going to stay in a high school and fail because I knew that I was amongst certain teachers who they didn't want, I was the one, you know, how God says he'll leave the 99 and he'll go save the one. I, a lot of times I was that one that was over there to the right side of the column and everybody else was marching and nobody wanted to adapt their style to teach me because my learning style was different. And so I took matters into my own hands. I said, I refuse to fail and I refuse to let the system fail me. So I found another way around. Um, And I'm grateful that I did because, um, you know, no, everybody's role model isn't this the basketball star or the movie star. Um, And so I feel like, especially with today, now that I'm a mom, I, I was wondering why a lot of these kids were committing suicide um, at such alarming rates. And I feel like we, yes, their suicide has always been a thing, but like, I, I was so disturbed that the younger kids that were actually committing, they were like actually going through with it. And it was disturbing me. But I also realized that they didn't have a champion. They didn't, what it was, was a mm. lot of them were different and they didn't, they didn't have that person that they could connect with that would let them be unconventionally unapologetically different and somebody Mm -hmm. telling them it's okay so that's why i formulated my mentorship group creative young nation um and it's for the young creative the person that doesn't think like everybody else thinks and it's okay there's a place for everybody here in this world god created us all fearfully and wonderfully made and unique in our light and if somebody needs to tell these young kids that it's okay to be different oh my goodness oh i just Oh, my God. And, and I can relate because I'm really surprised I made it. And I don't want to say made it, but I didn't really have a lot of support. I mean, my mother was really my main supporter. But as far as growing up, I didn't really have any real close friend who really supported me, and even along the way. But for some reason, God just put it in me um, to just persevere regardless of what was going on. And now it's like this is the best season of my life where I'm just connected with like-minded people who we support each other and value each other, you know, space and also on what they do. So I, I definitely agree. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. And thank you for listening to Rest is the Revenue Podcast. We're going to take a quick break. Hi, if you're into wellness and fitness and would like to purchase some apparel, come check out kumafitnessandapparel.com where we will give you 20% off your first purchase of 100 or more. So come on down and check out Kumba Fitness and Apparel. 
the Life Sunday Collection, where exotic elegance meets luxury. Our collection is a one-stop shop, whether it's a woman looking for her favorite product line or a husband looking for his own favorite product that he steals from his wife's collection. Or you could be shopping for a gift. The Life Sunday Collection is your new favorite one-stop shop. The Life Sunday Collection is a world-class hair care company. Our products are multi-universal and multi-ethnic. Our luxury products are 100% sulfate-free, paraben-free, formaldehyde-free, and DEA-free. Our line of products are the best of the best from our ingredients to our premium platinum virgin 12 gray A hair. We are the Total Collection. Shop the Total Collection where exotic elegance meets luxury at thelikesundaycollection.com. You can also find us on Instagram underneath the Like Sunday Collection. The Like Sunday Collection where exotic elegance meets luxury. We are the Total Collection. I am Donetta D. Morning, Wrestling to Revenue Podcast, and we have our special guest, Alonda Brooks. I'm going to continue with the questions. Now, the next question would be, we spoke about your sleep challenge just recently. Could you share yeah. briefly as far as that is concerned? So, in 2016, I, was, I had my last child, my daughter, um, and so... I had a C-section and ever since I had that C-section, um, I, my blood pressure never returned to normal. And so I can remember um, two or three years before that, my doctor asked me that I want to take a sleep study. And I was like, nah, I don't want to take a sleep study because I don't snore and I don't have any of the symptoms that I know, you know, consisted of sleep apnea. So um, but when I had my daughter and I was like, I never had high blood pressure, not ever once in my life. And I knew that it did run in my family, but I just wasn't willing to accept that I just had high blood pressure overnight. And so I said to my doctor, I said, something is not right um, with my body. And I kind of just, I'm always in tune with what's going on with my body. And I was just telling her like, you know, something is just not right. And so I said, um, if I still can, can I take the sleep study? Um, because I just refuse to believe that my blood pressure is just high for no reason. It has to be something else going on because I'm not doing anything differently. Yeah, old, older age can play a factor in bad habits that you've had. This is kind of catch up with you. But I just had a feeling that it was something more. So um, when I took the sleep study, the lady was like, hey, I've been doing this for 29 years. She said, I just knew that you weren't going to have it. She said, because you didn't have any of the symptoms um, that, you know, display with having sleep apnea. but Lo and behold, I had sleep apnea, and um, I can remember going uh, to the initial meeting, and my doctor was saying to me, he was like, I just don't even understand how you function as highly as you do, um, because he was like, I know that people who have had lesser sleep apnea that have wrapped their cars around poles and trees, and he was like, and I myself have sleep apnea, and I don't think that I would be as high function as you at the time. Um, I was obviously an entrepreneur running my own business. I was, um, I had two small children and then a new baby and I was working in management for two different other jobs. And he was just like, I don't know how you're doing it, but lo and behold, I have sleep apnea. And it's crazy because I never knew how bad 
I actually was sleeping until I went to the second visit and they put you, they do the fitting for this um, CPAP. And I was like, wow, I had no idea how bad I really was sleeping until I actually got it corrected. Mm, mm, mm. But you know what? It, it pays the bottom line is that you listen to your body. And so many times we just ignore, we just keep pushing on, and then sometimes mm-hmm. it's too late. So that was good yeah. that you, you know, you know your body and that you did something about it. Because it's not always about age. It's not always about gender, environment. Sometimes it's just something you need to get check, checked out regardless. And, and thank God that you did. And so that's, that's you know, I always talk about preventative disease, dis, you know, dis, disease that we can um, avoid from getting the proper sleep. And, and you know, even though I, my, my approach is from a whole, from a holistic perspective, that still doesn't mean I don't believe in that because I do, because there's so many other things that you might need or use to get the quality sleep at, at any mean, you know, when necessary. So I'm just happy to hear that you did something about it and, and hopefully others will, you know, will listen too. I want to add to, if I may, that pushing and advocating for myself also led for me to advocate for my son because I can remember when the doctor was asking me the preliminary questions before I even took the sleep setting. And I was like, no, that doesn't sound like me, but that sounds like my son. So he was like, yeah, you need to get him into an ENT uh, immediately. He was like, because he definitely sounds like he has child sleep apnea. And so as a result, I was able to get my son seen and he was in a study for like a whole year because uh, I don't, you know, a lot of um, African-American boys are over or misdiagnosed with ADD or ADHD. And so um, they, Children's Hospital, shout out to Children's Hospital Cincinnati, Ohio, they have put boots on the ground to do research um, to make sure that that stops happening, that that um, our young boys stop being misdiagnosed. Um, with something that they don't have. And so as a result, my son had child sleep apnea as well. And one of the Mm. things that they do for child sleep apnea is they remove their tonsils. So my son was able to, um, you know, we joke about it because I was like, that was his first paying job. (laughs) But um, he was (laughs) able to, (laughs) he was able to help, you know, move the sleep study and and the research ahead for um, young boys because a lot of things um, and kids, as far as their behavior, their attention focus and everything is linked to their sleep. And so I was just glad that I was able to push and advocate for myself. And as a result of advocating for myself, I was also able to advocate for my son. So yeah. I just want to tell everybody out there, do not, if you feel something is not right in your body, don't let your doctor make you feel like you're crazy. Um, mm-hmm. If your doctor is not taking you seriously, see another doctor, because literally, um, had I not gotten it corrected i would have eventually been going to a rolling from high blood pressure to maybe diabetes next or something else next you know what i'm saying because it is so right. many things fundamentally you know linked to your sleep pattern yes 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 thank you so much for shannon and i'm sure the others will start to see because that you know since i deal with adults i i don't even really think about the child except with different things to help them to sleep so, but that I'm I'm really glad you you share that. So that's that's uh that's that's really interesting. So thank you for that. Now the next question I have is, why did you discover, or no, I'm sorry, what did you discover after you submitted to your sleep issues and how that improved your health in the long run? 
Oh man, I I was like I was high functioning badly, like very poorly. Um, I can remember having to um, resign from one of my jobs because I was like, listen, I know I'm a little older now, having this 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 last baby, but I just really did not realize how I was functioning, but. I was out of sorts. Like, I mean, like it has started to affect my memory. And if you know me in real life, I have one of the sharpest memories ever in college. My, my professor hypnotized me. He was like, you have a beautiful mind because like, I can remember a lot of things, but it just, I could really start to see it affecting me in my everyday life. Like I had to start taking naps and it was just not, not me, but I would say that um, when I got on the CPAP, I would say six months after that, my blood pressure corrected itself. Um, and I was just, I had clearer mind focus. I had more energy. I was able to sleep. I made sleep a priority, um, which I felt like that was also self-care because um, I'm a, a night owl and I, w- I could stay up, you know, nights and nights and nights. And I would like joke about being an insomniac, but like, listen, I started to gain a whole lot of weight. So I was able to start to take more control over my weight again because, you know, not getting that sleep was leading my body mm-hmm. to, um, you know, produce cortical steroids. So I was like the heaviest I had ever been. It was just a lot of things that just, I didn't realize that it was slowly affecting and it was just like, wow, how did I get here? It was like slow mm-hmm. motion, but it was really fast. It was like, whoa, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was just able to, um, I, I thank God really that it happened um, because had I had, I could have died young. I could have had a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? I could have left mm-hmm. my kids here without their mother. I thank God because right. I wouldn't be a coach now. I wouldn't uh, be a, a two-time author. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so many things yeah. that I have gone on to accomplish that some, some of them were just dreams, but I was able to make them a reality once I got control of my sleep. Right, that is amazing. Once again, thank you for staying with Restless Revenue. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Donata D. Boring. I want to share with you my new book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep, Hygiene, and Lose Weight. It's a great book that provides guidance, and techniques on how you can become more mindful, gain energy, and become more productive to grow your business. I appreciate you purchasing my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website, Donetta D. Mooring, which is D-O-N-A-T-A-D-M-O-O-R-I-N-G.com. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying with our special guest, Alonda Brooks. Alonda, I really appreciate and enjoyed you so much with all your valuable information. I know it had made a difference for our listener audience. So if you can please share with us how we can support you and contact you. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me. Um, You can contact me on any social media platform under I Must Become in the number one, or you can go to my website, imustbecome.com. Great. Thank you so much. 
if someone would like to reach out to me, the best way is Donetta10k.com, and that is spelled D-O-N-A-T-A, the number one zero K.com, and that's where you'll be able to find my website, on my podcast episodes, services I offer on sleep, health, fitness, and wellness, including all my social media platform and so much more. Once again, Donetta10k.com. Remember, sleep heals.